Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. Coming at you live from Lexington, Kentucky. I'm playing this song, the Yin Yang Twins, throw it back to 2003, because I just watched my first rap concert ever in Lexington uh, last night. It was uh, Petey Pablo, the Yin Yang Twins, and Chingy all came out and performed. It was pretty cool uh, to see everybody at a rap concert, how I how they act, how it's so much different from the concerts that I've been to because I've only been to country concerts and this is my first rap concert. The culture is completely different. People are dancing, people are, I feel like are much more happier at these rap concerts. Um, people say what you want to about rap music. People really, when they listen to it, they get enthralled with it and it builds this happy energy around people and people like to dance have fun and it was just a good time it was the most fun i've ever had at a concert i went with my friends and we all had a great time i seen people i knew i would go to this concert and see people that i know and i went with my friends but i also seen friends that i hadn't seen in a long time at this concert so it was just really cool to go and catch up uh, with people that i hadn't seen in a while listen to some good music and just kind of get a throwback to the kind of music that I listened to in high school. Like I said, this music was out from like 2003 to 2006, and they came out with some hit singles that will always be iconic in the rap industry. Okay, so the biggest story trending around the world is, of course, Papa John's. John Snyder, the CEO and founder of Papa John's, is he has been under a lot of controversy after his racial slur of using the N-word has went viral. Apparently, John Schneider was on the telephone and he used the racial slur. It happened on July the 11th, 2018, and he was on the phone with a marketing agency called Laundry Services. After the call, the owner of the marketing agency moved to end their contract with Papa John's. Schneider resigned as the chairman of the board the same day of the incident was reported. Later that same day, Snyder also stepped down from his position on the University of Louisville Board of Trustees. And this is a man who is worth about $750 million, pretty much a billionaire. He's got his name plastered on a lot of things. For instance, the University of Louisville Stadium, Papa John's football stadium. Louisville has cut ties with Papa John altogether. They're no longer going to sell us pizza. They're no longer going to have... John Schneider on the Board of Trustees, and they're removing his name from the stadium. There are a lot of other places that have Papa John's Pizza that now have cut ties with the company. The New York Yankees, for instance, sells Papa John Pizza at their stadium. That's not going to happen anymore. The University of Kentucky, they sell Papa John's Pizza at their sporting events. It's not going to happen anymore. The Miami Marlins, they've cut ties with Papa John's. The Tampa Bay Rays have cut ties with Papa John's. It's even caused fallout in his hometown. Uh, Papa John, John Schneider, he's from Jeffersonville, Indiana, and he recently gave a $400,000 donation to restore a field house, which is a historic gym in Jeffersonville. And the mayor went public just a couple days ago and said he is not going to allow that name with those comments to be attached to anything in the city of Jeffersonville. John went as far 
as pledging $800,000 to the city of Jeffersonville. But the mayor went on to say that an $800,000 gift to the city of Jeff is enormous, but the city of Jeff is worth more than $800,000. It's not for sale. End quote. So the mayor of the city of Jeffersonville, he meant business. He turned down $800,000 from John Schneider because of the comments. John Schneider is a frequent donor to a lot of places. He donates to the Republican candidates in Kentucky all of the time. So I wonder if they're going to no longer accept his donations because they're going to have to have his name attached to their campaign. It could be political suicide if you do that. We all know what Papa John looks like. He is the face of the company. He's always on the pizza boxes. He's on the promotion packets that are sent out in the mail. His face is the brand of the company. So where does the company go from here? Well, the company has taken John Schneider's picture off of everything. He no longer is going to be the face of the company, and they're not going to have his name anywhere near the organization. Now, you look at me and you're, or you listen to me and you're like, oh, that's how are you no longer going to have John Schneider's name with Papa John's? Well, it's always going to be Papa John's Pizza. But the company is trying to drive you away from thinking of it as an individual. And think of it more as just a company. Since Papa John, John Schneider, stepped down... I keep calling him Papa John. I should call him John Schneider. But since John Schneider stepped down from the organization as the CEO, they appointed Steve Ritchie as the new CEO, and he quickly tweeted out to the public, Papa John's is not an individual. Papa John's is a pizza company with 120,000 corporate and franchise team members around the world. He promised an external audit of company policies, training for senior management, and an open-door policy encouraging employee feedback. So they are really on damage control right now at Papa John's. They're trying to really save the company because I wonder if they're going to be able to distance themselves from the face of Papa John. It's different than what other companies have had to do in the past. Subway, for instance, the face of Subway was Jared. And then Jared had a controversy where he was convicted for child pornography. So they just fired Jared and never mentioned him again and took him off all marketing materials. Well, Papa John's, they can do the same with John Schneider. They can have him resign. They can take his face away from all the marketing materials. But his name, John, is still in the organization. His name, John. So I wonder if people are going to really buy in to what Papa John's is trying to do. I mean, I do get it. The whole company can't be held accountable for the ignorant comments of one man. And I know it's his company. I know he owns it. I know that he is the majority stockholder of the company. But... What about the employees? What about the um, service that Papa John's Pizza does? Are we going to throw all of that away, make people lose their jobs, throw the good service that they do do in the community over one man's ignorant words? Word, I should say. Now, John Schneider is sick about what he has said. He, Of course he is. He's lost everything in a matter of seconds. 
He said that what he said when he said the N-word was taken out of context. He's not a racist, never has been a racist, never will be a racist, and he can't believe that a slip-up pretty much has made him be looked upon as a racist. So I guess as consumers out there, you've got to make a decision. Do you still want to buy Papa John's pizza because of what John Snyder said over the telephone or not? We're becoming really, really sensitive here in America. You can't say anything in 2018 and get away with it. There will be consequences. I hate the N-word. I think that word should be abolished. I don't think anyone should use it. I don't think it should be in rap music. I think that when black people say it, it only causes the word to remain alive. So I think it's a word that should be banished altogether. But there are consequences that if you are white and you say the N-word, you will pay consequences for it. You could lose everything you got. Look at Roseanne. Roseanne went a little bit further than just saying the N-word. She compared a woman to an ape. So maybe that's not the best example in the world. But you got to be careful with what you say. Even saying the N-word one time could have you lose everything. And now John Snyder has to pretty much give up his company. If he sticks around, there's going to be so many other vendors to back out of buying Papa John's Pizza. This could blow over, but it may not. We've seen this trend before. Companies, more and more, huge multi-million dollar companies are now really hammering down on racial slurs. And they're, they're not allowing it. There's a zero tolerance for it. So if he sticks around, his company's never going to be the same again with, with, the, with the way trends are. But people are saying, okay, John, just step, step away from the company, cut ties with the company, and Papa John's will survive. Well, I mean, if you're John Snyder, why would you do that? It's his company. Why would you want to step down from your company and let other people become rich off of it and still serve pizza when you're not getting anything from it. It's your creation. So I don't know why he I don't know why he would step down if he decides to do that. I don't know. He if he steps down, he's still getting paid some way, somewhere, somehow. He's not just going to step away from his own company and say, "Okay guys, enjoy my success free of charge on me. I'm not going to take anything, but continue enjoying my enjoying my success." I don't think he's going to do that. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with uh, that whole situation. But right now, he stepped down from his company, and he apparently has no ties with it. So we'll find out in the near future if he's still going to be receiving compensation from Papa John's sales. Papa John, John Schneider, he said, I don't condone racism. I don't condone prejudice. He also added that he would like to issue an apology to the university's football players of color if they would let him. So he is sorry for what he said, and uh, I think that they need to hear him out. I do think that they need to figure out if he is a racist. Look into his past, interview some people, really dig into this. If you're going to take it for face value and just off of one comment, off of one conversation and say, okay, he's a racist off that one 
statement, saying it one time, then that's your prerogative. And maybe he is. But maybe he just said it because the word is still alive today. Now, I'm not saying that it's okay to say the word. I would never say the word. And I don't think that anyone should say the word, like I've said, including black people. But the word is still very much alive and existing because of the black culture. It is very apparent that if you are not a part of the black culture, you cannot say that word because you will face serious consequences. You could lose it all. That's why I think that that word, the N-word, should be banished and should never be said by anybody. All right, I want to talk about this. Kylie Jenner, it's been reported now that she is the youngest self-made billionaire. And the issue that I take to this is self-made. Is Kylie Jenner really a self-made billionaire? Someone who has been given a platform like she has been given to start off from, to take off from the brand that she already had that she didn't make herself. I have a huge problem with her being called a self-made billionaire. She's not. She's not. Self-made means you had no aid. No aid in getting to where you are. She did have an aid to get to where she is. And it's not just good parents. Like, you know, we could all argue and say, oh, we've all been aided to get to where we are. We've had good parents. Uh, we, we had a good pastor. We had good morals that was instilled in us by our grandparents. Yeah, we all had a little bit of help to get to where we're at. But what that means, self-made, is mean, it, that means that Kylie Jenner made herself from the ground up into what she is to being the billionaire that she is. You can't say that. She comes from the Kardashian family. Her sisters, Kim, Courtney, and Chloe, and her mom, Kris Jenner, are all known around the world as the Kardashian family. And Kylie Jenner is a part of that family because Kris Jenner is her mother, Bruce Jenner is her father, and they've been on reality television for the last 11 years. And Kylie had that platform to start off from. Before Kylie opened up her lip kit business, which made her the billionaire that she is, Kylie was already a millionaire, not a self-made millionaire. She, she already had her reality show. She already had a social media following that stemmed from the reality show that she was on. Yeah, Kylie was given the keys to the car of this rich platform, and she definitely drove it, but she didn't do it on her own. She had so many people behind her helping her get to where she needed to go. Yeah, she could have come up with the idea, the concept of, okay, let's come up with a lip gloss to make, to make money. Yeah, she could have done that. But think about the people that she had behind her doing that. There's so many people out there that have great ideas that if they had Kris Jenner as their manager, they could probably get that idea on the market and it could, you could open up a pop-up pop shop and it'd be sold out within 30 minutes because of the Kardashian name. Kylie Jenner has that Kardashian name. If Kylie Jenner was a nobody, let's say she was born in Knott County, Kentucky, and she decided to come up with a lip gloss, and she became a billionaire from there, that is what you call self-made. You don't take somebody who was born on third base, scores a home run, and call that self-made. No, you can't do that. You just can't. Kylie Jenner was given so much opportunity to start with, 
I have no issue in saying that she did do great things with the platform that she was given. She didn't just lay around, get drunk, and party like Paris Hilton did all the time. But Paris Hilton actually went on herself to become a billionaire. But uh, Kylie, at a very young age, she decided to utilize her fame that she already had, that she didn't self-create, to create a business. So you can't say she's self-made from the ground up. She's a billionaire, and she probably worked a tad to become a billionaire, but you can't convince me that Kylie Jenner has the work ethic to become a billionaire on her own from the ground up. You can't do it. I've seen that show before. And how she's portrayed on the show and how she portrays herself on social media, what she lets us, the world, see of her, you can tell she is not the most hardworking person. She's not. She don't even seem that smart. She doesn't. I mean, the way she tackles issues, the way she... The way she handles herself in conversations, I, I don't see how someone like that on her own became a billionaire. You know why I can't see it? Because it didn't happen. She had so many other people behind her pushing her to become a billionaire. She had her mom, mainly, Chris Jenner, pushing her. She had a team of people that her mom probably hired pushing her to get there. She was not self-made. She was already Kylie Jenner without the lip kit because of the Kardashian family. And she just utilized that platform that she had to create a business that took off and made her a billion dollars. But she's not a billionaire. So please, let's stop calling her a self-made billionaire. Forbes, it's just a shameless way for them to sell copies of magazines because anytime you put a Kardashian on any type of magazine, it's going to sell. They're a famous family. Hence why Kylie Jenner is a billionaire. Because Kylie Jenner had that Kardashian family tie in her. And she put out a product and, and it, then it soared. So I have an issue with her being called a self-made billionaire. An example of a self-made billionaire? I, I would say Mark Zuckerberg is. Mark Zuckerberg, yeah, he probably had a lot of opportunity before Facebook. I mean, he was at Harvard for crying out loud. I'm sure he had rich folks. I don't know Mark Zuckerberg's backstory, but let's say that Mark Zuckerberg Mark Zuckerberg went on to graduate from Harvard and after that decided to become a lawyer, you know, make 100, 200, 300,000 dollars a year, and that was his life. Well, that could have been what happened, but no, Mark Zuckerberg at the very early age of his life, you know, in his early 20s, in the early years of his life, in college, he created on his own a website that is known as Facebook.com and now is all over the entire universe, Facebook. So that is an example of someone who created it on his own. He didn't have a famous family behind him pushing him. Uh, if he had a team that helped him, he put together the team. Kylie Jenner didn't put together this team. Mark Zuckerberg did. Mark Zuckerberg didn't have a social media following because he created social media. Mark Zuckerberg is basically the face of social media. Could you imagine the world without Facebook right now? It would be hard to. <laughs> 
That is an example of a self-made billionaire, is Mark Zuckerberg, not Kylie Jenner. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to the show. This has been Adam Banks here on Off the Cuff. Thank you for listening. We will see you in the next episode.